You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and Zero Trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go, helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how Netscope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit netskope.com. There may be more to swift exploitation than just the Bangladesh bank heist. An active ransomware campaign is targeting older Android devices. The U.S. military, like everyone else, is concerned about third-party cyber risk. Belgium asks for more EU monitoring of social media for terrorist traffic. And the U.S. Director of National Intelligence says Snowden accelerated the advance of commercial strong encryption by at least seven years. And that, coming from DNI Clapper, is no letter of recommendation. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, April 26, 2016. Reuters, which says it's seen a confidential report Swift circulated privately to its customers yesterday, reports that the International Financial Transfer Network has warned that the Bangladesh bank's cyber robbery wasn't unique in exploiting software vulnerabilities to mask fraudulent transactions. What they refer to as malicious insiders or external attackers have submitted bogus messages to the SWIFT network on more than one occasion, according to Reuters' account of that warning. Observers think that one lesson to draw from the robbery is the importance of watching closely what goes on inside an enterprise's perimeter. If an attacker gets in, they become functionally indistinguishable from an insider, and they shouldn't be allowed to romp freely. So the recommendation is that enterprises should be aware of, monitor, and control what goes on inside their perimeter, look for lateral movement, privilege elevation, and so on. Blue Coat Labs reports an active ransomware campaign targeting older Android systems. The attackers are locking Android devices using DogSpectus ransomware they deliver with the Towelroot exploit kit. Towelroot delivers its payload via drive-by malicious advertising that downloads hostile JavaScript. Devices running older version 4 releases of Android are vulnerable. And since those older versions are no longer supported, the devices are likely to remain vulnerable as long as they remain in use. They're in roughly the same situation as systems running Microsoft Windows XP. Their operating system is old, unsupported, and no longer patched. The ransom demand is communicated through a truly implausible screen that purports to be from the Cyber Police of the American National Security Agency, The cyber police have found that all actions are illegal are fixed, whatever that may mean, and that if you don't pay your fine by the deadline, then cyber police will rat you out to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. So there, you offender, you. By the way, the ransom is $200, which the cyber police of the American National Security Agency have thoughtfully agreed to accept in the form of iTunes gift cards. In the U.S., senior military officers hint obliquely about concerns that foreign intelligence services could compromise defense supplier networks. Details beyond the public statements are understandably sensitive and being closely held, but the concerns seem similar to the third-party risk worries that are widespread among commercial enterprises. The U.S. cyber campaign against ISIS also proceeds apace. 
Its objectives remain first to inhibit ISIS recruiting, second to damp down jihadist inspirational propaganda, and third to interdict electronic cash transfers into the caliphate. An overarching goal is to deprive ISIS of its semblance of legitimate sovereignty by undermining lower-level extremists' sense of security. A caliph who can't protect his subjects is not much of a caliph at all. U.S. Director of National Intelligence James Clapper said yesterday at a breakfast session hosted by the Christian Science Monitor that Edward Snowden's leaks accelerated the development and widespread dissemination of commercial encryption by about seven years. Quote, from our standpoint, it's not a good thing, he said, making the now familiar point that encryption has been, or at least might have been, used by terrorists to secure their communications from collection by intelligence services. He went on to call ISIS the most sophisticated user by far of the Internet, and that they've secured their communications with commercially purchased encryption. Most sophisticated user by far of the Internet seems construed literally to be a stretch, more sophisticated, for example, than Google or Facebook, or for that matter, Swift, or more sophisticated than Russia's FSB. But construed charitably, it does indeed seem true that ISIS has so far been unusually effective at online inspiration. In any case, DNI Clapper closed with a call for striking an appropriate balance between legitimate concerns for privacy and legitimate concerns for security. Turning to industry news, the SecureWorks IPO still shows no more than a dead cat bounce. Investors in cybersecurity are clearly looking beyond a story stock story and want to see profits and cost control. And finally, to return to the Bangladesh bank heist, the criminals behind the foundation, as they inadvertently spelled their foundation, that received the $81 million taken from the Bangladesh bank remain unknown and presumably at large. Perhaps they'll eventually be collared with the help of alert proofreaders like those at Deutsche Bank who stopped the theft short of its $951 million goal. Happy editing, English majors. And Schernendonk Deutsche Bank. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use. With zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications, so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. 
That's why Cloudflare created the first ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And joining me once again is Joe Kerrigan from the Johns Hopkins University Information Security Institute, one of our academic and research partners. Joe, you've got a great story to share. One of your uh, one of your colleagues at Hopkins uh, sort of had an inside view of a scammer recently. That's correct. At the Information Security Institute, we have a uh, very smart and capable network engineer by the name of Chris Venghaus. And uh, he got a phone call one day that was somebody from Microsoft telling him that he had a virus on his computer. Now, Chris actually is an Apple user and doesn't have a Microsoft computer, so realized exactly what it was the moment he heard the person's voice in the other other end describing the problem to him. Uh, Being as quick thinking as he is, he immediately went over to uh, his ESXi machine, which is a a VMware product, uh, created a new virtual machine. And just for our listeners, what's a virtual machine? A virtual machine is a computer that runs in software. So what you get is shared resources, and these computers exist only in the memory of the ESXi device. So it's a way to build a, a sort of a simulated computer that is self-contained and sort of insulated from, from the rest of the world, yes? Correct. Or you, you can do whatever you want with it, actually. It's, it's actually very powerful and, and an, excellent, uh, an excellent way to virtualize systems. All right. So your colleague jumps on uh, this virtual machine. What happens next? And he uh, installs the, the screen-sharing software that the guy tells him to install. The guy takes control of the machine and opens up a command prompt and says, I'm going to do a scan of your computer. And he just types a tree command, which if you run from the root directory of, of a drive, will list all of the directories, subdirectories, and files that are contained on that drive. All right. Now, why this, while this is running, he starts typing again, and he types the words virus found in the name of some executable. This is the bad guy This is the bad guy, yep, correct. Yep. And, he, and he hits Control-C, which effectively stops the tree command from running, and down at the bottom, there is a uh, message that he has typed that says virus found. Now, it's not, no viruses have been found. Tree doesn't scan for viruses. It just lists the contents of your drive. And so it made it look like there's a whole lot going on on the system, even though it was completely benign. Right. To, to the uninitiated, it, would be, it, would, it might look scary, but to us, it was laughable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what, and, what happened next? Uh, Chris actually did a very good job of keeping this guy on the phone for about two hours. <laughs> and eventually, when it came time for Chris to enter his credit card information, Chris turned off his network connection and said, oh, my internet just went down. And... <laughs> Essentially wasted two hours of this guy's time preventing him from from scamming somebody else. (laughs) Turnabout is fair play. Correct. (laughs) But it's a good lesson to our listeners uh, that this is the kind of thing you need to be careful about. Correct. Yeah, Microsoft will never call you and say, hey, you have a virus on your machine. When you get that call, just hang up. I mean, Chris took the opportunity to play with this guy and investigate because Chris knows what he's doing and, and can stand up a virtual machine that he can then instantaneously destroy and have no ill effects. If someone's not not an expert and doesn't know what they're doing, then they can wind up uh, installing software on their machine that they don't want having installed. You're giving control of your machine to these people at some point in time. And if it's a disposable machine, that's fine. But if it's actually your machine, that's probably bad. All right. Words to the wise. Thanks, Joe, for joining us. My pleasure. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers... 
Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Listeners, we're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey and share your feedback now. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. (laughs) 